just once, I'd love to live in a platform mine of serendipity. But I can't because my reality is engulfed in Zimblanity. Design rectified by a God that never needed correction. Yet there's no sign of resurrection because you can't find life on the other side of the color of my skin, melanin. When I bleed just like you, what pumps and flows in me has the same organic structure in you? Yet I find more of my blood lost in the roots of this soil than you do. I'm not preaching Black Lives Matter, because they do. I'm talking about my life because I want to live just as much as you. There was a time when I feared driving while black. Now I could be residing in my living room and thriving in a gentrified neighborhood or go for a morning jog through streets paved by my ancestors decorated with white picket fences and doorbell alarm systems. I don't have a problem with you as much as I have an ever-filtrating vexation that the oxygen pulsating through what you see as a corpse is a damn option for you. The equity of my existence is that I don't want to become fertilizer to your foundation validation that my life is due is that I want to breed propagation in this land too. So fuck Black Lives Matter. I'm black. I bleed. I sweat. I cry. I make mistakes. And I achieve success just like you. So my life matters too. Serendipity Black. Welcome everybody. Sincerely Random Thoughts It's me again, Valentino And it's me, British So that was our piece It was a piece I wrote This time called Serendipity Black And really we frustrated I don't even know if frustrated is the word anymore Infuriation isn't the word anymore it's, it's a shame to be in a place where you're either completely furious or unfortunately, depressingly numb. I know y'all have seen it in the news, on Facebook, Instagram, it's all over social media about all these cases that have come up here in the last few weeks with black people dying we got COVID-19 shit out here, and I'm still more worried about dying because I'm black than dying from a virus, a pandemic. It's crazy. So we had an EMT. She was in her house, right? Y'all, she was in her home, in her bedroom. After out being out here in COVID, helping patients everywhere, you know, calling deaths and reviving people to come to her home 
sit in her bedroom and wonder what is going on in her house with her and her partner. These men come in, guns blazing, knock down the door. They don't call police. They are in civilian clothes. Asking about someone who not only was arrested and detained the day before. Yeah, he was arrested the day before. And nowhere in the premises, but also had no affiliation with her or her boyfriend, y'all. No affiliation. And now she's dead. They sprayed that house because her boyfriend went out there to protect his home because they were trespassing. There was no warrant. There was no police. Open up. There was nothing. No knock on the door. These people burst into their home. Killed an innocent woman. And have an innocent man in custody. Or had. I haven't I haven't updated yeah, I haven't my facts on the article or, or if but anything is different. Last but, I read too, he was in custody, so I have to we gotta look to see if that's changed. And then the other guy I read, Sean. It was it was another guy. I believe his name was Sean. Like, and so there were things wrong in this one. He went on a high speed chase. Okay. So, and like his sister spoke about it after he went on a high speed chase. He went on a Facebook live. He died on Facebook live. Y'all, we gotta quit. Cause he he got out the out the car after this high speed chase that he went on, and tried to run. And they shot him down. And you could clearly hear on the video because they they emptied their chambers. Like the barrels. They emptied the barrels on their guns. You could clearly hear on the Facebook Live an officer say, can't have no open casting for you, homie. Mom can't have no open casting for you. And laughed the fact about that it. you're comfortable enough to joke about somebody's death, whether they were wrong <laughs> or not, I'm pretty sure he was running away. So you shot a man who was running away. I guess you have probable cause or whatever. I don't know all of the rules, all of the laws, whatever. But an unarmed man running away, several different people emptying their chambers onto that man, like... But then for you to laugh about it, and like we can hear it on the damn Facebook Live. Mama can't have no open casket for you, homie. What? First the of all, what in the entire fuck? First of all, nigga, I ain't your homie. <laughs> My guy, you killed me in cold blood for whatever I did. Cool, I could be serving time. Rather than being, I don't know, in an unrecognizable state in the ground. Because one bullet can slow you down real quick. And the whole chamber used, what is that? Shoot him in the back 12? of the kneecaps or something. He running, shoot him in the back of the kneecaps. Let me know. I Wait. think it was 15 or 10 to 15 rounds. In one chamber. Okay, you like, know what? Bruh. So at, at this point, a dozen or more 
bullets coming from one gun yet not not even counting the other people the other officers shooting at him so like five dozen going into my body Brian going nowhere after the first three like I'm hurt you hear me I can't move like I'm on the ground already and y'all emptying y'all chambers into this man and then laughing about it but that don't even be it 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 don't even take the cake bruh what about baby boy was running in Georgia he was doing a he morning run. He went for a morning run. jog. A morning <laughs> jog, y'all? Do you know, I live, we live on the south side, which is the more <sighs> caucasity side of the town we live in. It's words. <laughs> Listen, it's the most caucasian side, okay? And if I don't see a Karen or a Susan, a Bob or a Joe or somebody's grandparents. I won't say that all that because I, I won't say Karen and them because people out here getting offended. You know what? I'm going to get to that later. First and <laughs> foremost, if I don't see any white person jogging down the street in these gated communities on this side of town, I'm going to think something's wrong. They still been doing it with in in the virus, in the pandemic. I don't feel like there was nobody, nobody bats an eye. If I see that, I'm like, okay, get your steps in, sis. Go ahead, grandpa, stay fit. I have nothing more to do than mind my business, stay in my lane, and keep driving down the road. I'm not about to call the police because they are literally trying to stay healthy, making an attempt at being healthy human beings. But because this young man was black in this neighborhood and simply jogging, and he wasn't talking to nobody, he wasn't doing nothing but jogging, and he had to die for that? And that was on video. He had to die for that. Y'all, we, we can wake up in the morning and want to go to the gym and we want to take a jog to the gym to get a little extra work in and somebody can be genuinely offended and fearful of the color of our skin. Our melanin is the, the red devil. Like it's it's the plague. It's the worst thing they could think of. It's worse than Corona because they out here doing this with Corona out here, y'all. A virus is out here killing hundreds of thousand people by the hundreds of thousands. And that's and, the thing. And I had to. And so <clears> sorry. <throat> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But understanding now the difference because we're in a pandemic because of COVID-19. But it's an epidemic that I'm still more scared of dying because of the color of my skin then I than am because of, this of virus. getting coronavirus, COVID-19. I still have run a better risk of dying because I'm black. And some people might think, you know, 
those of you out there that might feel like you know it it's it's terrible and you're trying to justify these men and women that are killing people senselessly just because they can y'all y'all I I can't stress enough how trash that is if you can't see the blatant disrespect disregard abhorrence toward us as a people you don't want to see it you know I read a post earlier today and it was like you know I don't want to hear I don't see color I want I want to hear I see color and I value your I value your race and and your ethnicity I respect and value your life as a human being I'm working to understand where you're coming from help me understand and then work towards that I don't need you to not see color because if you don't see color then what what good is it going to do because then when you see situations like um Aubrey and George and Jennifer and everything haven't we gonna get there but you you can't you can't not see color because if you don't you're not gonna understand See, because they saw color, and that's the only reason these people mm-hmm. were dying innocently. Just like George. Y'all, I'm so sorry for anybody who has already seen this video. It is triggering. I do not, I do not recommend you watch it, y'all. It is so triggering. It is so hurtful. It is sad, y'all. We've been looking at this stuff so long. But this man was writing a check a check like I know several people have stopped doing that yeah, but and it might I almost be obsolete I don't have a checkbook either but the fact that you automatically stereotyped me and called the police it's a check I'm not holding you at gunpoint I'm, I'm not I threatening your checkbook. life I pulled out a checkbook to rightfully give you money and you stereotype me to think that this is a hot check. I ain't going to be able to pay it for another week or two. We just going to cash it, whatever, whatever. But still, what does does a hot check have to do? What what about a hot check justifies you killing me? What about a hot check justifies you calling the police on me? And then what about my skin justifies you leaning in to my neck while I'm telling you, hey, I'm thirsty. Can I get some water? Hey, I can't. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to breathe. I can't breathe. First of all, this man was defenseless and already on the ground. So what What is he going to do from down there? He can't reach none of y'all stuff on y'all hip. He's on the ground. On the ground. But y'all want to make us feel better by saying that the four cops were fired. I don't give a damn. What does that do about this and, man's life? And to reference that, y'all, there's three other <laughs> cops around here watching this man kill him, cut off his breath supply, keeping people back that are trying to tell him, hey, could you get off? Can you get off of him? He can't breathe. Like, you don't hear him? He he can't breathe. Can you just get off like his neck? He's the, not doing the anything. Spray anybody who was trying to help. And he 
is reaching for pepper spray for civilians, unarmed civilians, that are just simply telling you you're about to kill a man. Like he's struggling to breathe. Could you at least, he's already in cuffs. Leave him in the cuffs, get off his neck. Didn't we not learn nothing from baby boy back, what is that, 2015? Yeah, was it 2015? Selling CDs out here? I can't breathe. Oh boy, in New York. Because he was the one that said he couldn't breathe. And look at him. Dead. Where are we now? What it, What are we doing that we can't recognize a regular human being living their everyday lives like the rest of you guys? We deserve regular human rights. We deserve the just the respect of just knowing that we are not all I'm not saying all of us are good I'm not saying all of us are bad but no no net nobody white black Asian Hispanic Portuguese Italian French it doesn't matter mm-hmm. nobody out here is perfect you can be purple with green spots nobody is perfect you can be black with white white stripes and you could be white with black stripes but honey <laughs> all zebras ain't bad all humans aren't bad. All black people are not bad. We and none of us bad. deserve to be killed in cold blood. I can tell you there's there's not a there's not a white person, an Indian person, Mexican, Asian person that I want to kill because of their complexion. No. There's not one that I want to kill. Like, let's start there. That that I just want to kill. Because you know it's not but, even. But your complexion has nothing to do with any animosity that I'm have towards you. It's just this. It's, it's this crap that we. It's law enforcement, and and it's not every cop. I'm not gonna not. say that either. I'm every, not gonna say that it is. Every cop isn't out to to. <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? But I shouldn't, me personally, as a black man, I have more fear in leaving my house because of the color of my skin. There's no reason on this side of heaven that anybody should be gunned down, gunned down just for being who they are. Like, that goes for everybody. All, I know right now we're talking about the oppression of the black race. But any, any oppressed people, like, why, why are people of color being deemed some kind of monstrous being that you have to protect yourself at all costs when you obviously see people all the time the craziest thing I saw today it was it said it was a white man standing in front of Harvard Law I don't even remember but it said bank robber 
turned law, a lawman graduates and does something with a court case. First of all, had that been a black man stealing thug, born in the, the deadly ghetto of Compton, with four strikes on his record for misdemeanors and stealing gum when he was five. Because each one of these cases gets that a degree. Heard, he ain't gonna say nothing about law or what yeah, kind of nothing, degree. Or just a degree. Gets a degree. Just a degree. And it's gonna have his mug shot instead of his graduation shot. But this white man, get bank robber turned lawyer. What? You mean to tell me? That there isn't anything wrong with that. There are there There's are a whole people, lot wrong with that. There are people sitting here today who believes that is the proper headline for both of those things. For the same crime, the black man gets slandered. Because you know, like, they're gonna try to go find every negative thing to talk about. Because all you and don't hear, death. all you're going to hear. Well, they got in trouble in high school. Yeah, he was a troubled youth. Yeah. Like, what was, the hell does that have product, to do with me? He was a product of a single parent home. I, I know white people right now who don't know their daddy. What? What does that have to do with anything? The stereotyping. The stereotyping itself is atrocious because it's unlike any other like you automatically think a black man in a regular setting he could be working in corporate America as a like head supervisor manager we've already had that too we've already had corporate America die too in their own apartment and I uh uh I can't. Y'all, it's too much. It's way too much. It's too much. What will it take? (laughs) What will it take? Obviously, all of the bad in the world ain't going to go away in one night. Rome wasn't built in a day. I get it. I get it. But just to wake up and realize that we're human? All of us. I need people to understand that slavery wasn't that long ago. I need people to wake up and understand that racism is alive and well, if not worse, in this day and time. And even with the camera in front of it, it is being dissected in such a way that is disrespectful for all the things we have gone through. What was that? I think I read something earlier. I think Will Smith said it. Racism didn't... It didn't die, now it's televised? Yeah. Basically, that's all it is. Back in the day, you would only hear about it every once in a while. It would be on the night news when only your grandmom and them was watching. See, now, little kids around here pulling their phones up at any given moment. Now we got Facebook Live, we got IG Live, we have YouTube and TikTok. We have 
platforms that uh-huh. can be used in such a positive way and they have been they have been but it, it still isn't enough to shine light on how so many things are still very wrong and how we're being treated and how we're being looked at and, and not all, even given the chance it's all right here in your face now the fact that it wasn't in your face as much back in the day unless you was watching the news and now it's in your face every hour on the hour daily 24 7 7 days a week bruh and you still are complacent you still don't feel there's a nothing wrong like you you still feel like it was one person and not the whole race but y'all when one of us goes down all of us get hurt and 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 don't get me started on how so many people are just so feel such a way when we say things like you know what if I called on somebody or what if what if I called the cops on y'all at Starbucks what if I called the cops hey y'all you know I know there was a meme today a black girl on her cell phone said yes sir they um they're having a um a get together in their backyard with unseasoned meat and raisins in the potato salad. I just don't. I just don't trust them. You get all up in arms. You get more up in arms about us but the thing trying is, to laugh to keep from crying. And the thing is, is I could call the cops on something, but who the gonna cop, cops gonna come attack? Me. Who made the call? Me. No, it couldn't have been you. You the one doing something wrong. Exactly. And let don't let me call the cops and they come and end up killing me. And I'm the one in danger. The fact that I have to think like that. I have to teach my kids this, y'all. We have we yeah. have to we have to sit down our sons and daughters and let them know that you know We have to continuously remind them that they are important and their voice matters and they deserve common decency. But we also have to let them know that a certain a certain barrier is still out here. And in order to stay alive through it and die of natural causes and rather than an untimely disrespectful ass situation, you're going to have to back down and fight a different way. And I know there are so many people, I commend every brother and sister out there that has stood up, laid down their life, trying to make the change they want to see in this world. The people who have went to jail just for peacefully protesting, they had to sit there and take that kind of thing while also standing up for what they believe in. Because y'all, it's hard real hard it's hard to look at videos like george or aubrey or or i think her name was jennifer and her boyfriend i you can't sandra bland man mm-hmm. like brant like come on it man. was hard to see all that stuff happen on facebook live 
and the and Philando, that's, and guys, that's how we, that's how the dude that I saw pass away on Facebook Live get killed on Facebook Live. That's how his mom and sister found, found out. out on Facebook Live. When you just talk to your son or daughter, and the next day you scroll down Facebook and see a live in their name, and you watch them die. Horrific, brutal deaths, undeserving of them, just being regular citizens in this, I, I can't, y'all. And I know none of this is okay. And you, you've done a lot of talking, and I gotta let you, cause I, I mean, I knew, I knew the 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 heartbreak and animosity you had towards this. I've lost friends to this BS for like, and it's just it's. And, and it's hard, man. Jeez, oh, y'all, like, like we didn't we didn't ask for the melanin that we received. We were awarded it. And I wear it proudly. Proudly, I wear it. I am so happy to be black. I'm excited. I am elated. I am proud. I am joyful. I understand that this comes with a price. And, and a fight, and I'm okay with that. And I know y'all haven't seen us, but we are on two sides of the spectrum here, okay? If you wanna put it in the crazy, unfortunate hashtag terms, he's light-skinned and I'm dark-skinned, okay? So not only is it all people of black of color as a whole it's also it looks like you haven't set up any home kit accessories you can connect smart devices like lights locks and thermostats in the home app <laughs> y'all so we we got some stuff going on at the house Okay, so Siri just decided to talk, and I randomly. Say, I ain't say nothing to her, but okay. Nothing at all. But yeah, I'm light skinned, light skinned. Yeah, and That's, I'm dark skinned, and that alone. But I'm a big light skinned brother. I'm six five, three seventy. Yeah. So all of that compiled together. We get, we get funny looks all the time. And I'm tatted. I got tattoos all down my arms. But I'm not a bad person. I'm not an evil person. And all the characteristics you just described should make people feel like you're a threat what they do and they continue to for no good reason other than fear that has been burned into their their hearts and minds and what's 
what's crazy is, you know, I work in a public setting. So I do sales. And so I see people from all walks of life, every nationality. I encounter them. And I can see the difference in how people react with me. I'm sorry, and, and engage with me. I had an older, older white lady today, sweet lady. We've had conversations about tattoos because I've got our kids' names down one of my arms. She called them cool symbols. Hmm. Well, we talked about it and she was an awesome, sweet lady. And that's all we're asking, guys. For just the the opportunity to be looked at as human. I can't stress enough how between white kids on TikTok complaining about how they can't say nigga and that they should and that we should get over the oppression by now and all of that and still wondering how certain people can get away with stuff and it's like they don't guys and it's not okay and if you want to be real we've turned it around for our good but there's still a place there that has some rooted just just negative connotation. It does. Like, because we don't say, we don't say nigga like that. Like, it's not a, a pe- lot. No. Just because I don't, it's not a word that I'm fond of having in my vocabulary. Just because it's there and it's accessible to me. And you have so many people <laughs> out here. There's been so many celebrities or social influencers pulling out the hard R, bruh. Like the controversy with Doja Cat. No, I do not look deeply into it. But I do know that sis feels a way about uh, part of her nationality, ethnicity and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, that doesn't help our fight and our argument that our importance and and just regular credibility out here is deserving of just regular human decency. And that's how we've stayed behind. Like you can't, the stress of just walking outside alone, let alone driving, you can't, you can't sit in your car while driving as a black person and not cringe a little bit at the sight of a sheriff or a cop or even a fire marshal car like every time every time every you could time be i see driving a car, regularly you could be going the, the regular speed, speed limit, limit staying in your lane you got your seat belts on no what? music blasting your your phone is in the back seat turned off and you still you still get nervous you sit swish around in your seat you try to go the other way I it look sweat like my that? anxiety get high as soon as I see one my chest hurt bro 
I start breathing fast. I feel a panic attack coming on. Like, y'all think we, we plan. Like, it's not that I serious. Ain't at all. But I've it been is. like this for so long, guys. We've all been like this before. Whether you want to admit it or not, it doesn't matter if you come from an all black family, a mixed race family, a, I mean, a biracial or multiracial family, but you legit have to be on your P's and Q's, dotting your I's and crossing your T's at every moment you're outside of your home. And every now moment. you don't even have to be outside well, of your you can home. You be right here in your living room. And I could fear for me and my children's life. That's not okay, guys. It's just not. Look, so we're gonna get ready to wrap this up. And so, I've, you've done a lot of talking. Which is totally fine. I've let you kind of, you know, get everything. Out. Listen, I've been. This is heavy. It is, and that's 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 the that's the scary part. It's so heavy. It's obese. I'm saying we we got a friend. He was raised up. He's a black guy raised up with a white family. And they made it a, a point to teach him how he's gonna, he'll have some struggles because of his complexion in this world. They love him just the way he is. They're a white family, he's a black guy, and he's, I mean, he's, he's dark, he's chocolate like you. You know, and they've made it a point to make sure he understands the struggles he might have in this world because of the color of his skin. While simultaneously <laughs> letting him know that that is no excuse. And to know that he is a beautiful person with his wonderfully chocolate skin. And it is greatly appreciated. Really, but all I want is for you to give me the chance. That kind of chance. For you, for you to love me the way I love you. I don't go out here thinking every white person hates me. No. I don't go out here thinking every cop is out to get me. No. I train up our kids to understand the world that we're in and the demographic of the world that we're in that sometimes you will be judged because of the color of your skin. And my kids, you know, my teenagers, because I got teenagers, they got more white friends than anything. Mm. And it has to do with the schools in the neighborhood. The demographic. The demographic. We're in a gentrified, hell, we're in a gentrified world. <laughs> so, and I don't, 
I don't discourage them from having white friends. I don't discourage their friends from being friends with them. You know, I want you to go out and experience people. But I want you to remember that your, the color of your skin can sometimes pose a problem for some people. All I want is for us to get to a place where we see us for how we see ourselves. I want we as a people, when I look at when I look at you or you look at me, for us to see each other the way we see our own selves. Do you see yourself as a threat? And don't look at me. Don't as don't look at me that way. Because that's not my viewpoint of you. Love me the way I love you. Because I want a chance to live just like you. I want a chance to breathe and grow and learn and see this world and explore it just like you. Award me the same chance, the same opportunity that you want to award yourself. Because I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of being scared to leave my house and now I'm scared to sit in my house in one spot because I'm black and there's a strong possibility that I could die because of the pigmentation in my damn skin. I want to go places. I want to see the world. I want to discover things. Just like everybody else. But I don't want to be in fear of doing so because I got a little bit more pigmentation than most other people on this world. Give me the same damn chance as you. That's my sincere moment. I'm, I'm done. I did. And all of it is valid and granted, honey. This shit here is ridiculous. It's been ridiculous. When are we? When are we going to get fed up? That fed up that we all can come together and. It's not a matter of showing them our importance, but demanding the respect. Because we show them every day. Because if we all got fed up enough at the same time, they would literally have something to fear. Then they would have something to fear because we outnumber them. But we don't bring that up, okay? They don't want to think about that. There's, there's, <laughs> there is a a space where they just don't touch. They try to reside in that, yeah, but you still black. No, no, no. But they don't They're, question anything when it comes to things like sports, football, basketball. Entertainment, hair, 
um, culture, fashion. Let me tell you what you would have left if every person of color took everything that belonged to them from you. You you would have Mrs. Dash, polyester. Nope, mm -mm, you wouldn't have that neither. Nope. Uh, what else would we have? Mrs. Dash and a bad attitude. Yeah. That's what it sound like. You'd have you'd have the the your prejudice. You'd have your bigotry. You'd have you'd have you'd have your your um racism, your closed-minded opinions, um, you'd have your uh, superior complex that was way misguided. There, You'd have all of these horrible things left because, I don't know, I'm not even sure you know, you would know what life would look like without any anything a person of color has ever provided this world with. And I'm not saying like he said, I'm not I don't look at any white person like they are a threat, like there's something wrong with them. You know, y'all look at us like we're guilty until proven innocent and even that's not enough but we have never approached y'all in a, in a sense that you know y'all are guilty until proven innocent we approach life as innocent until proven guilty okay yeah and and then when you're proven guilty it ain't cuz the color of your skin or your culture it's not it's because of your actions, your characteristics, uh -huh. your personality, what you have done, what you have experienced, and what you have caused. That's nothing to do with how you look. I don't care that you have blonde hair and blue eyes. I do care if you steal from me, though. I don't care that you're brunette with green eyes. I do care if you assault somebody. Like... And this equal opportunity, I'm not saying that black people ain't out here doing crimes and stuff. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm also saying that I'm not looking at white people <laughs> like that either. I approach life and all people like you deserve the minimal respect of human decency. The golden rule, guys. Treat people how you want to be treated. Because if we, if we treated y'all how y'all treated us, oh, then oh, it'd be World War Three. <laughs> it'd be I World did. War Three, Four, and Five. Yeah, it would. It'd be an uprising, and y'all would just be some upset. You hear me? But that goes to show the differences. How you aren't giving us the moment, the chance, to at least. Be human. And then on top of that, there are innocent people dying. It doesn't even matter color. People who have no, aren't doing anything 
but living the same life as you are dying for no reason. And if one of yours was doing that, you'd, you'd be, you'd be up in arms, guys. This shit is ridiculous and I'm tired. And I've been tired for a very long time. Sick and tired. Like Gwen said, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Cause it is. We don't deserve this, guys. Not all of us are out here criminals. And our voices deserve to be heard. I stand and I kneel for people like Aubrey and George and anybody else who has lost their life because of the color of their skin. I don't know why Colin Kaepernick kneeled. This is why. If you forgot. There's my sincere moment. Huh. But randoms. Look. No, this was a this was an intense episode. This was an intense podcast. It's needed, man. Yeah, it was intense. It's heavy. This this whole subject's heavy. You had some stuff to get off your chest, I see. So did you, sir. Just saying. <laughs> but as always, thank y'all for listening. If you have a piece that you want to be a topic on the show, email it to us. SincerelyRandomThoughts at gmail.com Trust me, we want to hear what you got. This was a real intense subject and it was something that needs to be talked about. But it has to be more than just talking. We got to actually get out there and do something. You got to put your feet to it, bro. Feet and hands, man. You got to fight for what you believe in, guys. Like, it's really got to be some change, bro. Change really has to happen. It does. And, you know, when you send in your pieces, your voice deserves to be heard, and that's what we're aiming for, for other artists and people out here, especially those of color. You know, we're not shooting down nobody. Nobody. Especially in this time. If you have something, if you have a piece, even on this topic, let us, like, send it, guys. We're here to hear you. For real, love to read them. And we'd love to read them. We want to know what y'all want to hear about, what y'all want to talk about, what y'all want to hear us talk about. A piece you want us to write. Like, let us know. Now, come on, write in and tell us the piece y'all would like us to write about. I'm here for that. I'm down for that. Yeah. But until next time, guys, love each other and stay random. Peace. Anyways, the conversation 
was going something like why is it that people get into a relationship and feel as though control is the first thing they need in their lives because um, they get into a relationship and feel that individuality that's it individuality Individuality. No, thank yes. you. Thank okay. you. It no longer exists. And it's like you're still two separate people, two separate entities. You're just in a relationship. And among all the people that we talk to, I kind of make it my uh, one of my mantras, you know. Um, you are two individual people choosing each other and choosing the relationship every day. Okay? That doesn't negate the fact that before this relationship, you had one mind about yourself. You were doing what you thought was best for yourself, okay? That never stops. That's never going to stop, and that's never going to keep you. All right, it's a fire. All right, there is a fire. Oh, it's not going this way. All right. Um, but there, that kind of thing shouldn't keep you from still being yourself in a relationship. A relationship doesn't stop or make null and void the fact that you yourself um, are pursuing a career. You yourself are going to school. Um, you're you're finding what makes you happy. You're on your own mental health journey. You might just have found some new food to try. It doesn't matter. Honestly, there's no way you can strive and survive in a relationship with the type of control to where you act as if you own a person. And honestly, I don't know about anybody else, but last time I checked, uh -huh, owning somebody, regardless of the race, is still frowned upon. It doesn't matter by who, it's frowned upon by the majority at this point, okay? Nobody on this earth wants to be owned in that fashion, okay? And that is why over several years of seeing different relationships and how they've unfolded, or crumbled um, there's no way in heaven or hell you are going to survive if somebody or both parties are trying to control an aspect about the other person that is conducive to their lifestyle okay it's not like they don't know you have this lifestyle they just want to keep their own you know there's no uh, I don't even know how to put it into words but honestly, there's no, there's no proper way, okay, to go about owning somebody without it backfiring on you. Especially so, in a relationship. Exactly. So why go into a relationship like that? And this is all relationships. Parents and children. Boss and co-worker. Co-worker to co-worker. Spouse. Or multiple spouses and partners. Okay? There's no way that you can get somewhere. Like a productive somewhere. Where like people, you can get somewhere. It might not be productive to uh, you, but man, you can get listen, somewhere. <laughs> There's a few places I can tell you to go. <laughs> exactly. And there'll be a lot more arguments about, well, why do you always, when I do this, and why can't you just let me do this? I myself learning in our marriage that sometimes you know what you feel like that's conducive for you cool all right i'm mind the business that pays me as long as you ain't hurting yourself and others 
and we all right. If you are reading results from what you're doing, cool. Trial and error. Everybody still, you know, that's what it is. Nobody wants to give their partner the opportunity to still make mistakes because people go into this, I'm going to assume it's like people go into this idea that if you're together now, you shouldn't be making mistakes because there's two of us, right? And if I've done it before, if I've done it before, you should listen to me. It worked for me. Everything. Well, what may work for me might not work for you. Speak no a matter, word. No matter if I came through it, you still got to get through it. You got to get to it and through it. For sure. Your way. Yes. For sure. Like, at this point, it's... There are certain things that I'm going to do that you're not going to do. One thing I've learned very quickly with us is I'm an extrovert with introvert characteristics. You're an introvert with extrovert characteristics. Yeah. So we can't always function and flow in the same space. Right, because sometimes... I'm not going to necessarily shut down, but I'm going to be in the corner when you call my name. I'll interact or whatever. But, like, and then, you know, I love a good dance. I love a good get-together. I love being around my friends and family and having fun and, and actually engaging in good conversation and nice banter and, and, and friendly debates and all that. But that a lot of times, fine. a lot of times, I'm going to be chilling in the corner. You know, recharging my social energy battery. And okay, me, I'm good if the conversation is good, but as soon as it goes flat and it gets quiet and deadline, I'm ready to go. Like, all right, that was fun. We've enjoyed. Now let us go. Because if <laughs> I can do what I'm doing by myself right now with y'all, I can do it easily at my house. And so that's that's where the differences are there. See, like, right now, she trying to control my windshield wipers. I'm the one driving. <laughs> he clicking the windshield wiper. You know that one, that one time thing you can do, like, you can push it and it'll go back? Because, you know, it's basically, like, you can see through it, but right now it's a little hard to see through it. I'm trying yeah, to he was doing quiet. that, like, you know, I don't know, every five seconds. So, I just... <laughs> I, I believe I believe in our, our windshield wipers. Anyways, um, I, I thought think, my way was working. <laughs> see, see, you know, when you think your way is working, okay? But there's a difference, though. What I just did and what people try to do in relationships regarding, like, controlling somebody's whole attributes, characteristics, and personality, like, I shouldn't have to... Like, we've, we've encountered our friends uh, in different relationships... Um, one of them is usually doing something and the other one is seeking some type of attention so when they call for that attention they just want everything and everybody to stop especially their partner as if they aren't able to continue living their life and take a moment for them it's not that they don't take the moment it's that when they take the moment, they're not being completely still sitting down looking at the phone like they're looking into your soul through the phone. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, if you're not here and I'm also not at work, I have a life. Or I'm at work. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to kind of 
toe the line between like the idea of you trying to figure out why on earth aren't you giving me all of you all the time because you can't <laughs> you just can't we don't that's not how this works that's not how any of this works you know like if baby if I were to come to you and be like okay I'm almost home so I need you sitting on the couch with the movie ready to play okay and I'm gonna come in I'm gonna take off my shoes put the robe on get the blanket and we just gone right now like he could be taking a shower he could be on the phone with his mama he could be cooking or doing something else but if I want him to be right there, right then and there, right now, like, what? Is it not okay? And I may be ready for what you just said, but you may come in and that same path that you laid out isn't what happens. Because you got to go up in there, you got to go to the party, you know, kids is like, hey, mommy, hey, mommy, hey, mommy. So the order in which you said it, where I prepared my mind for, you, you can't do that. Exactly. And so I can't be mad or frustrated at that, but I'm ready. I'm just here. And accepting that you're still there, ready for it, regardless of the things that life throws at us or that is already happening. I, I don't have to get upset or be upset the fact that everything isn't going exactly how I wanted it to go. Because guess what? <laughs> life life don't work like that okay never has never will okay mm -hmm. only thing permanent in this world death taxes and change and not uh pennies and nickels and dimes honey change the atmosphere the energy and life I, changing i know i go back to it a lot but it's, it still goes to learning each party's love language and some of y'all just need to learn your own love language but even after you learn it, apply it and see how they the enjoy it. Key. Because I, I, if, I if you're just like, yeah, I was touching on your leg the other day. Okay, just because my love language is touched, that's not the kind. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's ways to do this. Like, yes. I hugged you when I walked in and I kissed you before I left. That's cool and all. But can you just be in my space? Can we just cuddle for a little bit? Can we, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not dedicating the kind of, you know what I'm saying? If acts of service. Randomly doing acts of service without asking what acts need to be done, okay, is cool and all, if you're properly observant. Because if they have something set up to where it needs to be a certain way, and you just go and fix it all up because you know their love language is acts of service, and that's just something that they would just love for you to do, but they had an order to it, and you threw away the wrong stuff, then what? Now they're upset because you didn't pay attention or you didn't listen the first time. So, what I mean, their application is key. Your perception of their love language is not how they want it. As well as vice versa. The, their perception of your love language is not how they want it. Okay? When they sit down and talk to you about how they like things and how they don't like things take that as a grain like with a grain of salt like you have to uh not make it a a me thing okay there's so many and when i say so many so many people out there that are making things 
uh, real personal and and like disrespectful to them. And it's like that's not it at all. Um, let's try this again because at this point it's like um, if I'm going to tell you about how I feel this is how I feel these emotions are valid and important to me whether they are in good health or not good faith or correct or not these are mine okay and in validating them by saying well I didn't mean to do that so you shouldn't be mad ha funny um just because can't speak it's an accident, my be. right? But just because it's an accident, just be like, "Oh, sorry, I got that ketchup on your shirt." Okay, it was an accident. I still don't like it though. You have every capability of not liking something, still being upset about something, still being disappointed about something, even if it was not on purpose. And people forget that, which is why you have to evaluate how you're how you're accepting information from people in your life, okay? Are you making it a you thing? Because if it's not a you thing, don't make it a you thing. So in a relationship, when they sit you down and they're like, hey, I really don't like when you do this, and it's because this, this, and this. All you, all a lot of people hear is, I really don't like this at all, and I don't like the fact that you do it, and I don't like you. And it's like, where did we get that from? And I get it, cause I'm the I'm the one. Y'all don't know I'm the hard one <clears throat> in the relationship, and there's a lot that I'm that I've gotten familiar with in past relationships that I just knew I wasn't gonna get familiar with in this relationship with my wife, and so me not realizing that she's not doing things the same way, but some of the words might sound familiar. Uh, I'm still getting upset because I feel like we still going on. So we still going on the same trip and some of these landmarks look familiar, but her destination isn't the same. And so, I want a word. Well, you know, I had to figure that out, girl. <laughs> well, Jesus. Let's turn that off. But I had to figure that out for myself. Because she really don't mean it the same way. This is a totally different type of woman. And I appreciate I appreciate God for that. Oh, so, baby. I do, girl. You know I love you, girl. Oh, I love you, too. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I can't do this on this bitching. Um, but, but I had to understand the differences there. Mm-hmm. So, and I can appreciate the relationship we have compared to the ones I look back to. We talk about our past relationships all the time just how, how well me a lot because I'm the oldest so I got more experience with relationships because <laughs> I've had more and so I talk about mine and just how they were all the time and so like some of the stuff she talks about is stuff that I've witnessed for myself <clears throat> and it's just like the controlling thing but like both parties have to be willing like literally willing to be in the relationship. I just say you want one because I've mm. I've dated a girl that she she loved the the idea. 
they love the idea of a relationship, mm-hmm. but she didn't appreciate the characteristics of it. So, like, the time and going out and stuff like that, that was a plus, but she she loved the idea. And the look, I can say, that's my boyfriend. That's, that's great. I'm saying from a distance. You know, or I was with another chick, and she thought she needed to control uh, what was going on in my life because because she had some of the same struggles I did, and she achieved a different place than I did. Not understanding, for one, women are afforded more things when it comes to, like, you being a single mom or something like that. There's more opportunities you're awarded compared to a man who's actually paying his child support. Mm-hmm. I don't get to some of the same things, but she just knew in her mind that I was slacking on what I should be getting. And I was like, you can't tell me that the pages in my book have to look the exact same as the pages in yours. So that was another relationship that was just canceled out. I wasn't going to be able to do it. At the end of the day, though, that's another thing you have to acknowledge. There's, There's some things that are same situation, different experience okay so um the same kind of um phenomenon that happens in one person's life is not experienced the same regardless Mm -hmm. if it's the same or not the way you listen to music is not the way i listen to music the way you eat your food is not the way i eat my food but we're still eating food you get what i'm saying like there's you have to separate the fact that okay i i pour my cereal in the bowl and then i put my milk okay and then i get my spoon and i go sit down okay but this other person is like well i get my milk and put it in the bowl and then i put my cereal and then i grab my spoon and i go sit down them people are psychotic as blasphemy as that sounds to me I cannot negate the fact that we are not, that we are both eating cereal. We just experience it differently. So you have to go into a relationship understanding that y'all might have had some of the same problems. Y'all might have had some of the same uh, bad failed relationships for whatever reasons. I can't do it. (laughs) He really stuck on this milk before the cereal, y'all. And I know, like, we had this conversation all the time, like, why why would you even? But anyways, back to the subject, babe. Focus. Um, You know, in a relationship, you have to acknowledge that this individual person chose to be in your life because they enjoy you as a person, as an individual person. There are things about you that is different from things about them that they enjoy wholeheartedly and can't wait to encounter. When you cloud all that with how it's supposed to look exactly the same, it's not going to work, you know? So... Because the things about me that I'm doing now mm -hmm. is what caught your interest before we were together. Mm -hmm. So why would you think that would change in any way? Right. Once we're together. Right. Because at that point, it's not just a matter of The preview of the movie that you got. Yes. Before you got into the movie. Listen. It's the exact same. In some parts of the movie, you're not going to like. But that doesn't make the movie as a whole a horrible thing. 
just because it didn't look like exactly how you wanted it to be. And sometimes it's going to have surprising things that you wish you would have thought of. Now, why the hell would we stifle such creativity? Hmm? You don't want nobody doing that to you. Do unto others, huh? It applies in more than just treating people right. It's like when you look at these medicines and stuff, they're showing these commercials with all these warning labels and side effects and stuff like that. But guess what? And people we sit there looking it. like, why would anybody take that? But clearly, there are people out there taking it. If we walked around with warning labels on us, just letting you know, hey, look, I'm an extrovert. I like to hang out with people. I like to talk. I like to take long naps. <laughs> you know, I like to go out to eat and stuff like that. If you saw that, and all that shunned you away, and then you get somebody with a warning label that you appreciate, but then you get in it and then you don't like it, but you'd have missed out on the one that you should have been with. Because it didn't sound <clears throat> the best. And like, we like are he's two saying, totally different people. Period. Like, like me and you are two totally different people. Listen. <laughs> but we compliment each other. That's the biggest thing that we heard when we were just friends. Was. That we compliment each other. She was my biggest compliment. And that continues to be said and it continues to be shown. Yeah. Because I know I'm as wild and crazy. And I can get wild and crazy, but I've chosen a life of compassion and patience. And without that, he would be like, <laughs> he would be like a whole bunch of TNT. It's her fault. She the reason that a lot of people ain't caught this fade. You understand? And I am gratefully responsible for that. Like, I'll take that <laughs> L. Take I mean, no, that's a dub. Forget that. <laughs> I'll take the win for that. What? I've saved people's lives. <laughs> and know. I've saved you from being underneath the jail because... The type of mind this man has, y'all. I will go with a smile underneath the jail. What? You, know you know them people that be smiling in their mugshot? Big smile. Okay? Big smile out here. Okay? And he large. And that looks maniacal, y'all. But... <laughs> I try to show all 32, honey. Listen. At the end of the day, though... Uh, play it... with your mama, not me, baby. Brought to you by the ninth Ward. Anyways... At the end of the day, though, your relationship is uh, an amalgamation, mm -hmm, SAT words, of two individual people choosing to continue being themselves while choosing the relationship and everything that comes with it, y'all. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm in a relationship with this nice girl, you know, nice guy, this nice person, and... Um, yeah, that's as far as it goes. Really, that's it. Mm. Ain't no hills and valleys. Ain't no mountains to climb. Hmm. No. Why are you in the relationship? Like you got to get the algorithm and stuff. <laughs> like God. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. It's just looking at some of the relationships around us, y'all. Is if you could help people understand that there's more to life. And trying to understand everything and trying to control everything, man, let me tell you about the life you be living. <laughs> Cause uh, baby girls and boys, okay, all the girls, gays and days. Hey. Let me tell you something. <laughs> we be living our best lives if we kind of let go of the things we couldn't control, accept the things that we can change, and, and go ahead and and also accept the fact that we can't control others. So, 
I don't know, y'all. You can't just like in, ingrain that into people's mind. You can't just like drop a little potion. You know the movies and the shows where they just be like, you speak a little spell and then they remember everything that you said and they apply that to life until you break the spell or whatever. But I don't know. People, we got to do better. We're, we're slowly starting to learn and know better. And like my big mama say, when you know better, you do better. Uh, and you do. Hmm. Some people don't, though. Some you don't. people don't do you better. You don't. You're supposed to do better. Let me say that. When you know better, you're supposed to do better. If you are uh, sitting in your denial and stupidity and choosing not to do, be better just because you mm -hmm. enjoy negativity and toxicity in your life, that is your own business. And I'm going to mind the, the business that pays me, but you're going to have to stay over there with that. But just because you enjoy the sex too. Ooh, is, that's a whole nother podcast. A reason, the only reason that you're in There's a lot of things. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that it's it's this like walk in the park once you get that concept. No, no, no. You're just gonna run into problems and you're not going to run away from the relationship. <laughs> you're going to see if it's 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 a fight worth um having. You know, if it's one of those battles that's going to help you win the war <laughs> or if it's one of them you need to forfeit so you can win the war. OK, because it's you and your partner against the problem above all else. OK, so I decided to look up the definition of relationship Uh huh. and what did, what did it say? The way in which two or more concepts, objects or people are connected or the state of being connected. Hmm. It don't say nothing about controlling the At connection. All. It don't say nothing about understanding the connection. It's just saying that two or more things in this universe having a connection together and to breed a healthy connection, you got to take a lot of things into account. And, and like I was saying, it's not easy. There are a lot of things that goes into it. Race, yes, a lot of things are based on race, bro. There's okay another podcast um sexuality okay how you view yourself sexually as well as um relationally polyamory versus um polygamy polyamory and monogamy all of those things look at this world and the concepts of the world and how two different yes. things go together political I mean, parties um I mean, sometimes it I mean, be how you, you put, eat your food. If you put peanut butter and jelly uh -huh. together on some bread, uh -huh. that peanut butter and jelly sandwich is wonderful. It's delicious. But just peanut butter and bread, you're going to die. Oh, it's not like death or nothing. I like peanut butter sandwiches. You do peanut butter crackers. But I, ain't I do peanut butter on the spoon. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm saying you take apples and get some pie crust. That's a wonderful apple pie. Mm-hmm. They took a tiger and a lion mm -hmm. and made a liger. <laughs> I feel like this is getting away from you now, babe. I'm just saying. <laughs> but there are a lot of connections in this yeah. world that work that wouldn't seem to work to you because they don't make sense to you and they haven't they haven't worked in other situations you've seen. But every situation ain't the same, you know? So understanding that all the components that are a part of your partner, all the components that are part of yourself, 
are still there. There's no reason to mute them. There's no reason to hold them hostage or, or you know, just keep them away. Hone them in, okay, if they're a bit much. But that's a personal thing. But outside of that, like, let your partner live, bro. And breathe. Let them, let them make the mistakes. Let them come to you for the help that they need when they ask for it. Okay, don't make it a you thing. And then see what happens. Just, like, start doing the little things. Ooh, somebody needs some WD no, and some Earl's. They need new breaks. That's new breaks. Honey. Well, may, they might not have new break money. They need WD and some Earl. That ain't going to do nothing for when them breaks seize up. Anyways. Or it's just going to help them slide quicker into a casket. Like your mama said, you got break money? Hmm, that's what I thought. Yeah. Well, but y'all, that was just one of the conversations we have on our drives. Something was really deep in our hearts to talk about. We went ahead and made the podcast about it, y'all. So thanks for listening to us ramble for 30 minutes. Bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. So. Join us next time for another TED Talk. <laughs> TED Talk. All right. Yeah. See? See? This has gotten far away from him, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>